Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, for another week of the Max Potential Habits podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Barrientes, and today you're in for an awesome treat because we're going to talk about everything Instagram to grow your business. You all know if you've been following me for a while that Instagram is one of my absolute favorite social media platforms. And the reason for that is because when I was a kid, I used to have my wall covered with quote cards that I would hand write and hang up on my wall. <laughs> and so when I found Instagram, I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's like a really fun way to share quotes. And then when I started developing my business, I wanted to learn strategies to have Instagram be a way to build my business. So for those of you here for the first time, this is your place to learn tips, tools, and hear inspirational interviews from experts in a variety of industries to help you optimize your habits so that you can thrive in your business and in your life. And Instagram to me is a really cool place to connect. A, a place to grow your business, a place to develop your expert platform. There are so many ways to use it. And on the show today, we have a Instagram strategist for businesses. She, I've gotten to work with her and she has taught me so many incredible tips and tricks for growing my Instagram platform organically. And she's just an incredible person. I actually met her a couple years a little more than a year ago at an event and we hit it off and then we just stayed in contact and now she's on the show today because she is someone who you're going to want to learn tips from you're probably going to want to connect with she has all kinds of free and paid uh, courses and ways that you can learn how to grow your business through instagram so let's welcome on the show ella may Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. You are welcome. It's such a joy. How cool is this? I know, right? After You're all the way in Canada. Academy and <laughs> I'm in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so you're Canada on Boulder. And yeah, when we met, I remember we were at the time you didn't have your Instagram business, but you were, I think you were working with another company helping them with social media. Is that true? So actually, when I first started, I started my entrepreneurial career as a copywriter. Okay. Um, I had a really great, I was good at sales, I was good at writing, I put the two together, I had a really great mentor. And I was, you know, doing sales pages, email sequences, and I had great clients, I was good at it, and like life was good. And it was probably about six months into working as a copywriter when I was kind of like, hey, like, what's the deal with this Instagram thing? Like, how do these influencers get in front of so many people? Why are they so interesting? I was like, you know what? I want to figure this out. Like, I want to become an influencer. So I never thought it would have anything to do with my business. It was very much just a personal project. And I just decided to learn it. Like, I was just curious about it. So I basically, I holed up in my apartment for like a weekend and watched about 200 YouTube videos and I did everything they told me to do. I posted three times a day. I put the same color, the same filter thing on all my photos. I, put, I gave my page a theme, so I mainly talked about this one thing. And if anything, I lost followers. Oh, and that's when I realized, yeah, that's when I realized there's so much fluff out there when it comes to growing your Instagram. And I'm a marketer, right? I like data. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna like, you know, go back to the drawing board and figure out what actually moves the needle with an Instagram account. And so I did, and without knowing it, I kind of uncovered this formula for how to grow an Instagram account. So my account grew organically in the first year from like 1,100 to around 25,000 followers. 
which isn't massive, but more than anything, I was making a really good income off of it. I was modeling at the time, so I was getting booked for a whack load of photo shoots. I was working with really well-known brands doing influencer work. So my clients were like, hey, yeah, like we want our sales page, but like, how did you do this Instagram thing? And I was like, well, I don't know. I sort of figured, I sort of implemented this formula. It worked for me. I don't know if it'll work for you. So without knowing it, I took on a bunch of beta accounts. And what I found was that whether it was like a dog's account, a business, a girl, a guy's, whatever, this formula worked to grow any account despite any algorithm changes. So eventually my clients were like, okay, cool. Like we still want our copy stuff, but like, can you just run the Instagram? And I was like, well, I guess I'm already fine. Like I'm already doing it. I know what to do. So within like six months, it made its way to the forefront of my business really organically. And that was really never the plan. Um, but I think some of the biggest things in life happen without you know, when you have a plan, how you're going to meet your partner, how you're going to end up living in a certain place or whatever, they just sort of naturally creep in. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I really pay attention to now is I'm like, what am I curious about? You know, like, what am I just interested in, yeah. in general? And I really keep that on my radar. So a lot of the times those end up being some of the biggest, you know, shifts in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I love this story. You know, it's funny how many people I talk to and I have a similar story in terms of becoming a business coach versus some other type of coach. Like I never set out to be a business coach. I thought I was going to do relationship coaching and that, you know, that was the track I I thought I was on. And then as I started working with people, it just completely organically changed based on me working really hard to build my own business. I was like, Oh, I want to teach people these tricks and trip tricks and tips that I've learned to get where I am. And it just unfolded really organically. Um, I, I, that's interesting. So you, and I want to point something out for listeners because I think when you have, because right now you have around 30 K followers on Instagram. And I think when you said that's not a huge amount, which may be dependent on who you're comparing yourself to, right? Like in the influencer industry, I look at that and I'm like, holy shit, that's a lot of people, you know, (laughs) because mine, I built my, I have built a ton of my business through Instagram and I only have 1700, around 1700 followers. Right. And you've helped me. It's, it's been amazing because you've helped me get very strategic about how I engage mm. with my people. And I haven't grown immensely, but my goal has been engagement and conversions. Right. Like, OK, how am I going to find actually monetize my Instagram instead of it only being about just like putting some pretty pictures out there, like monetizing. And I'm certain that the people listening are going to want to hear more of that. So share a little bit about that path you know it's for you it happened organically where you got to coach people on building their instagram what are some of the biggest tricks and tips for people who want to monetize their instagram great question so when i first started doing this i had people come to me who essentially just wanted to be popular you know they wanted the numbers on instagram and and they wanted the social status and what i realized was I really uh, like if you're someone who wants to be popular, you want the numbers, you want social status, good luck on your path. I am not the teacher for you. I really love working with aspiring entrepreneurs, established brands, businesses, whatever you want to call it, mainly because of this reason. Uh, like if I want you to be able to add value to people and that's the basis of how we're going to build, how we're going to build your audience and also turn your Instagram into a lead generation machine. So especially right now, Right now on Instagram, growth is really slow. Organic reach is really being throttled. So what you really want to focus on is serving who you can serve really, really well using an open platform. Instagram's an open platform, meaning like I don't have to friend request you unless you're a private account. 
but I, don't, I can find you from a hashtag. I don't need to friend request you to see your stuff. I can just come across you. And I, it's not weird if I don't know you and I follow you, right? It's kind of different than Facebook where like, you know, if I added you as a friend on Facebook and you had no idea who I was, we have no mutual friends. That's kind of like me, like asking to be invited to your dinner party. We've never met. Like that's a lot, right? You're sort of like, I don't know who this is. And this is more of a private platform or whatever. So it, like with what you were saying with really monetizing it, what you really want to focus on and what I encourage all my clients to focus on is not how fast you're growing, but, and to be honest, not even necessarily your engagement because that can go up and down based on posts, but how many conversations are you having with your followers? Are you engaging with them? And are you bringing them over to a, like, are they interested? Are they going over to a platform that's more appropriate to sell or to connect with them? like LinkedIn, like your opt-in, like, like bringing them onto a call, like whatever. And so that's really the main thing that we focus on. And in the meantime, they totally grow. They teach you the strategies for growth. So you'll grow, but I don't really care if you're growing by 10 followers a week. I want this account to have a rate of return on it. If I'm going to put time and energy into something, I want to see a rate of return on that. That's just the way that I work. And also you have the ability, like, you know, the, beauty, the beautiful thing about Instagram is that you have this wide reach. So you have the ability to help so many more people that otherwise just wouldn't know you existed. I love this. Yeah, really useful. Okay, so let's talk about the difference in your mind between engagement and conversations. Good question. Yeah, so with engagement, uh, if, you, if you're not sure what engagement is, engagement is basically where they take the amount of your followers and they divide that by the amount of likes, comments, whatever on your post, and then it gives you a percentage. So there's a whole bunch, if you Google Instagram engagement calculators, there's a whole bunch on the internet. Um, some of them take your entire, all of your posts. Some of them take the last nine. It, it, like it's a little bit, you'll see different numbers from different calculators. With, so with engagement, because you see different numbers based on the amount of posts, or maybe you, you posted at a time when your followers weren't you know, online or whatever, that can go up and down. This is actually where, just to like do a little sidetrack to this, this is actually where the people, when I have clients who really want a pretty grid, they want their grid to look really good and really pretty and they're really attached to that, this can really, really hurt you engagement-wise. Because what happens when you first post, Instagram is going to release it, going to show it essentially to your most loyal followers. These are the guys that always like, always comment, usually always engage with you. If those guys like and comment, the algorithm will be like, hey, cool, this is something people want to see, they're spending time on it, we're going to show it to the next wave, to the next wave, to the next wave, and if it goes really well, you have a chance to show up on the Explore page, right, which is the only way to go viral on Instagram. When you have a pretty grid or you're very attached to, like, basically almost all your photos look the same, except there's, like, a different object in the exact same layout or a different person or whatever, what happens is a lot of the time you post, it's going to release it to your loyal followers. Your loyal followers scroll right past it because they've seen this from you before. They don't really have any reason to stop and like look at it or read the caption or watch the video or swipe through photos. So the algorithm's like, hey, nobody's engaging. Nobody's even spending time on this post. This is not something people want to see. We're not going to show this to as many people because it's going to get people like Instagram's whole goal is to keep people on the app longer, right? So if they don't engage with it, we're not going to show this to as many people. So it's actually a really good, like when you're trying to reach your audience in, a, in an impactful way, it's a really good idea to switch up your post, do different color schemes, 
do one like do videos do swipe through photos do things where it could make it interesting for people to spend time on that post so like having said that so engagement can go up and down and again engagement i kind of like i've had clients that check their engagement every day and i'm like look it's kind of like for women it's kind of like weighing yourself every day it can throw you off because you fluctuate like I was like, you know, I'd really, I'd much rather you check your engagement once every two weeks or once every month, because then you'll see actual metrics. And if it's, if it's consistently going down, then we have some work to do. But if it's just based on the day or that what you posted that day or whatever, then that can be not 100% accurate. So when it comes to, so engagement can go up and down. Of course, the more engagement you have, the better. But again, I work with people who their goal is not to be influencers, it's to build their business, build their personal brand, and essentially reach and help more people. So when it comes to that, what you want to be doing more than anything is engaging with those guys and using DMs for that. DMs are such a secret weapon to be able to engage with your audience. The reason for that is like, okay, so if, okay, so we, we can all relate to this. You know, every skincare clinic in the world What's the right, like, come in for your free consultation, right? How, have you ever gone in for a free consultation to a skincare clinic with no intention of buying anything? You're just like, hey, tell me about my skin, you know? Like, have you ever done that? No, I haven't. No, <laughs> why? I mean, I, I, it's just so fast. It's such an interesting question. I mean, I think for me, it's because, because there's so many of them. Why would I choose a particular one? I don't even know the person or, you know, who, whatever the company is that's reaching out to me. So be like, this is, this seems, it seems too fast, too soon, too much. It's intimidating. Yeah. Because first yeah. of all, I'm coming into your playground. Yeah. I'm going to feel pressured to do something because maybe I don't know what you're going to tell me with what would be best for my skin. And also it, it, like, it's just not a very comfortable or safe place to make a decision. I yeah. know I'm going to be pressured one way or another right and so when you're, so okay so this is for example that's that's more of like i'm actually going somewhere but even a contact me form on a website or something like let's say i was looking into coaching and i never had a coach before if i fill out your contact me form and you give me a 15 minutes of your time i'm not really going to know what questions to ask i'm not really going to know what my price range should be like i don't know this stuff right so that's a really intimidating process for me to go through just to learn about your services the reason I'm saying this is because DMs is this really cool way to essentially go through a contact me form with your potential clients and you're able to vet them as well to see if there's somebody that you could work with and really help. So one thing I highly recommend all of your listeners to do is when you get a new follower, what you want to do is you want to DM them. However, you do not want to DM them a novel saying, hi, you know, at so-and-so, thanks for following me. If you don't know, I just posted a new YouTube video with my link to your 100K roadmap. Check out the link here. We've all gotten those DMs where they're like, they're kind of, whether the person wrote them themselves or was a bot, they're spammy. I, I don't know you. I'm not on Instagram to be sold to. I like that person so much less now that, that, now, now that you sent me that. When you're connected with your new followers, what you want to do is DM them and say, this is the best new follower DM. We've tested this over two years. It converts the highest. Hey, exclamation point, thanks for the follow. Happy face emoji. Hey, thanks for connecting. Hey, thanks for showing up. I'm glad you showed up on my feed. I love that you can make it as personal as you want, 
But here's the thing, it has to be personal, it has to be short, it, and it has to be warm. I'm not asking you for anything, I'm just thanking you. Nobody does this, so almost everyone you do this to is gonna be like, oh my gosh, thanks, nobody ever thanks me for following them, or you know, cool, yeah, yeah, no worries, I love your page, or whatever. So this is a very easy way to open up an organic conversation where your potential, you know, your new follower, potential customer, doesn't feel pressured. They feel like they're just having a chat with you. They're at a house party just talking to you. They just met you, right? Yeah. And that's where you can, that's where like they'll say, oh, no worries, I love your page too. Or they'll be like, oh, hey, I'm kind of interested in what you do. Um, I see that you're an Instagram strategist. I see whatever. And then you can open up this really organic conversation being like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, so where are you at in your business? What's happening for you? Um, you know, and then from there, you're able to gauge, okay, cool. Like, you know, based on what you told me, go to my website. We have a free Facebook group you can join or grab this or grab this download and you're able to get their email address or like, hey, like, you know, it sounds like we're in a good place to work. Like, sounds like there's a potential you're supposed to work together. Let's jump on a 15 minute call and see if this is a fit or whatever. But this is a very non- uh so like non-intimidating way for your potential customer to connect with you and get to know you and then from there you're taking them to a platform that's more appropriate to talk to them about your services i never try to sell on instagram that's not why people are there the first time like we all remember the first uh, the first algorithm change where it changed from chronological to activity <clears throat> so when instagram first started it used to be chronological right like if I'm following you and you posted two seconds ago and I open up my feed, I see your post because I'm following you and you posted most recently. And so I saw what was most recent based on who I'm following. What was happening though is companies that were selling like bikinis and you know, all these random stuff started clogging up the feed, posting 18 times a day. And what wow. Instagram noticed, yeah, so what Instagram noticed with this is they were like, okay, when people see these sales posts on our platform, they're going off of the app and disengaging. Now, of course, those guys could have just unfollowed the companies that were selling, but stats were showing they weren't. So Instagram was like, all right, listen, we're going to change this to activity-based. So you're going to see what is what the type of post that's relevant to like what you're engaging in, what hashtags you're using, who you're following, et cetera. So now I don't see the most recent ones. I see the activity-based, which means that like you and I could be following the same 100 people. We sit down side by side and our feeds are going to look completely different, hmm. right? So Instagram is not, it's been shown that when people try to sell on Instagram, when it's used as a sales platform, people disengage. And that is not what Instagram wants. Instagram wants authentic users on the app more often. So if like, you know, if for example, you're using it as a sales platform, like I can go to your website and see the same things on Instagram as your website or on your LinkedIn or whatever, chances are you're going to struggle because this is the place people come to get to know you. They come to see if you're real. They come to see your day-to-day, -day, what kind of person you are. And so you want to really use it to its potential because there's so much potential there. But it's a different strategy than LinkedIn or than your website or whatever. There has to be that personal aspect to it because that's what the platform's made for. Like social media should be social, right? So that's Yeah, you know, to share, okay, something that's been really helpful in, in you helping me reframe my thinking around Instagram as a platform and what the purpose of it is, you know, share a little bit the differences between, say, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, you know, what, <laughs> because obviously a lot of business builders use Instagram to build their business. 
So what are people, if they are coming there to see your business, what are they coming to see on Instagram versus say LinkedIn? Good question. Okay, cool. So we'll take those three platforms. We'll take Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, right? So if we think of these like, so you might think of these as social media, right? Like, oh, it's all social media platforms. That's kind of like saying um, it's a party and every party is the same. Well, it's not the same. Like, yeah, it's the same in terms of it's a gathering of people, but like a networking event is very different than a house party is very different than dinner party, right? And same with these platforms. So Facebook is kind of like your dinner party, right? Facebook, you tend to have more people that you know on there. Um, you like, for example, if I'm looking for your group for something on Facebook, I can't really find that from a hashtag. I need to pretty much know what I'm looking for. Facebook, you have me in a bit more of a closed environment. It's in more of an intimate community. And that's like a dinner party, right? Instagram is kind of like the house party, you know? So you're going to like your friend's housewarming party. What do you do? You like dress a little bit more casually. You have a few more drinks. You're there to chill, to have fun, to laugh, like, and also get to know people. You're there just to like chit chat and see who's out there and whatever, right? Versus a networking event, what are you a networking event? You dress different, you come with business cards, you have your pitch prepared, you drink less, whatever. So what you <laughs> want to think about is when, when you're in Instagram, which is like the house party, think of it as if you're at a house party. If you're at a house party and you're like walking around like pitching people with your business cards, people will be like, chill the fuck out, man. Like have, oh, can I swear? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> people will be like, chill the fuck out, like have a drink. Like what are you, like we're not here for this. This isn't the purpose. We're here to have a good time. We're here to chill. We're here to talk, right? LinkedIn, however, very appropriate place yeah. to talk all about your yeah. business, what you have going on. That's the networking event. It's, it's, it's appropriate. It's what it's there for. So what you want to do on Instagram is really make it a tool for connection. You can absolutely talk about your business, talk about what you have going on. But if you're posting five times a week, don't you dare post five times a week about your business because I'm going to be so bored. I'm going to tune out of that. I, with my clients, I always recommend four to five posts a week, depending on if they have a content creator. And I want 75% to be personal, 25% to be business. So if you're doing four a week, I want three to be about you and one to be about your business. Even the ones about your business, I, I, like, I almost want to incorporate into a personal story. Like, how did you overcome this or whatever? Of course, if you're in a launch or something like that, you can actually use live, use Instagram, and, and you'll be posting more about your business. However, day to day, this is where I come to get to know you, see if you're real, see the behind the scenes stuff of your life with the stories. And I want to just see if you're someone that I genuinely like or relate to in any way. A lot of the time, like I had one client who was a financial advisor and she went on this one wine tour and she's like, well, I can't post about that. It's something to do with finances. I'm like, oh my God, post about that. Like you, like other people on wine tours need finance help. You know, yeah. and people will meet, will relate. It's kind of like somebody you meet on a wine tour. They'll relate to you because you have this common interest. And then, oh, cool. She also does finances, right? And yeah. she met so many people through just using the right hashtags, location tagging, and also just talking about her interests and whatnot. Because chances are the things that, things that you're interested in is probably some of the things your potential clients are interested in as well. Yeah. You know, you said something to me a long time ago that, uh, when we started working together, which was Instagram is about getting to know who you are, not what you do. And it's more about like that piece of just personable. And, and it's funny, it's been a huge struggle for me. <laughs> and not because I don't like people to know who I am. I think I'm very open and revealed about who I am, but it's like, 
I'm so business minded that, you know, all of my posts were very business oriented. And so it's like, I've been working to integrate some of the just like fun, playful pictures, you know, and just, and think of it that way, like going, okay, if you're at a party with someone, you don't go just straight talking about business. You go like, Oh, what kind of beer do you like? What's your favorite? What's your hobby? Like, you know, all these things yeah. and you get to know the person. And so, you know, posting more along those lines and, and post, you know, trying to do more, uh, yeah, just that who, who, who are you? And, and people coming there to see that with that said, okay. So you said four to five posts, a week, 75% personal, 25% professional. If it's your business account and you're doing those 75% personal, I mean, you're, you're still, you're, it, it, at least what I've been working with with you is kind of having it still, it's still business focused, but it's like a personal story behind the business focus in certain ways. So it's like, you know, for example, posting something about meditation, like I meditate every day to align myself well for my business, <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's, it's kind of sharing that story of how my, my life integrate it, my personal life integrates with my business life and things like that. Share a little bit about stories versus posts. You know, I, I want to get really practical mm -hmm. here for people. Like what, what's the difference? Why would you use them differently? How do you use them? If you were going to focus your energy on one or the other, which would you focus on and why? I just, okay, I just bombarded really, you with a lot of questions, but. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. Really great question. Yeah, stories are incredibly powerful. Reason being, okay, so we just talked about posts and how they're seen, right? They're shown to your most loyal followers. If they like and comment, they might be, it, posts might be shown to more. It also depends on the person who's seen it. <clears throat> excuse me, the person who's seen the post, it depends on their activity, what they've liked so far, who they're following. There's like seven factors that go into your post being seen. It's a lot. It's really, really hard to guarantee reach unless you're promoting it or, you know, you have, <clears throat> sorry, I got something in my throat, unless you're promoting it or you're doing something paid behind it. Stories, however, are completely different. Stories on your story feed at that top bar in your Instagram, on your Instagram app, it is only based, what you see is only based on what you watch. What anybody else does has nothing to do with what you see. This is really powerful. I'm going to explain why. So what happens if like, let's say uh, you liked my photo and I'm like, oh, who's MFA coaching? And I go to your page and I'm like, oh, sweet. She's got this whole podcast. I'm really into this stuff. Awesome. I'm going to follow her. And you have a story up. It's been shown that people watch, when people see a story up on your page, they look at the story before they look at anything, the bio, scroll through your grid, anything. So I follow you and I look at your story and that's all I do. Here's the power in that. Because I clicked on your story because you had one up when I went to your page, I am now going to see your story on my story feed because I engaged in it until I physically skip over, not, not tap on your story and switch away, but physically skip over it enough times that it gets pushed down my list or you don't post a story for long enough that it gets pushed down my list, right? So people could never, ever, ever see your posts, but because they watched your story that one time, they could see your stories consistently. This is why it's really important when you do a new post, make sure you do a story, saying that you did a new post. Talk about what you have going on in your story. Show me your day to day. If your post, you wanna think of your posts like the magazine pages, think of the stories like the article. This is where I get to see a bit of the behind the scenes, what's going on with you, whatever. 
stories can be really intimidating because people are like, well, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, or I don't like doing videos of me or all this stuff. First of all, if you're in business and you don't like doing videos of you, you have to get over that. Like we're in a different world nowadays and you have to get over that. It's not going to be perfect at first. You just have to deal with that. Everybody needs to do it. Best thing to do is just like pull the plug, do what you need to do and like put in a crappy video and it's gone in 24 hours. Who cares? Right? You can even take it down if you're really embarrassed by it, whatever, but just start doing them. So with stories, there's a lack of way you can do them. You can share picture quotes. You can do little videos of, you know, a client analysis and show some social proof and like who you've been working with. You can talk about the book you're reading and why you like it. Your whole goal there, the way that, the way that you want to get past that process of being intimidated and like, oh my God, I don't look good. My voice sounds weird and stuff we all go through when we start doing videos of ourselves. The way that you get past that process is you really need to focus on adding value. So the way that this clicked for me, this is like the first pillar in the formula we work with is you need to have an account that adds value to your audience, right? The way that that clicked for me is when I was in university, I really was just like not cut out for school. School was really difficult for me. I really struggled. And I went back to university when I was in, I was around 24, like in my mid twenties. And I experienced a level of anxiety I have never experienced before like like to this day it was probably the, it's the benchmark for the highest anxiety I've ever experienced and luckily I lived in this time when we have YouTube and we have all these resources online so I would constantly YouTube videos like how to deal with anxiety and how to you know do well on exams and blah blah and a lot of these videos changed my life like they totally changed in terms of their strategies I still use today and they got me through like they got me through a lot of that time and one time I don't know why but I just thought I'm like huh like what if that person who posted that video changed my life what if they decided they didn't look good that day and didn't post yeah, the video? Totally. What if they decided they didn't like the sound of their voice? And then I'm like, they never would have changed my life. So for me, it was that sort of shift that was like, it's not about you. It's about who you're healthy. And you need to get over the way that you, like you are so much more than this like shell that you carry your spirit, your soul, whatever you call it in. And if you are over the age of 19 and you still consistently have body image issues, oh my God, see a therapist. Like, and I'm like, I'm speaking from experience here. I'm not saying that, you know, I've dealt with this too, but it's like, we have to get over that because there's a whole world of there are people you can help that aren't receiving your message because you're too self-conscious about the way you look and like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, I gotta chime in here. Cause I think that's so, so, so powerful. And every single person I work with struggles with self-doubt and that's not because it's who I'm attracting. It's because every single person in the world struggles with self-doubt. <laughs> I, I haven't <laughs> met anyone yet who doesn't struggle with self-doubt and it's your strategies to overcome it and, and take a different perspective. And what you're really talking about is the sales strategy of shifting the spotlight toward the person instead of a, a, you worrying about yourself. You go, And I totally agree with you. I always think of selling as caring. And I go, if you weren't willing, I love that example that you use because I'll often say, think back to something that was super meaningful to you in your life that changed your life that you bought through a sales something, you know, and there's everyone can think of an example. And I go, now imagine that person was felt too crappy to share that with you. Where would you be today? You know, and it's like the same, it's so powerful to go, I want to add value and to get over uh, something I've worked on too is to get over the numbers and the expectations of like, oh, it's going to be viral or thousands of people are going to see it. You change one person's life. That's awesome. Right? Like 
that's amazing. Of course, we want to have as large of an impact as we possibly can, but you might be the one person in that person's day that shifts their entire reality from that day forward. And that matters, you know? So it's like thinking up from that perspective where you go, okay, I'm going to plug in because I have something to share with my community. Awesome. You know, I, I, so I really, really, really like that concept of just think about it as sharing value. How can I bring value to the table? How can I share authentically what I'm going through? How can I be the Instagram? It's like an, it's, it's, it's having Instagram friends and an Instagram community where you're all kind of in it together. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's a powerful right? tool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And the cool thing about Instagram, like you said, like you're like, you had that, you know, that sort of that trouble with making the shift from like, okay, but like, what do I talk about if it's not business? Because you're like, I meditate every day for my business or whatever. But it's like, you weren't always this business oriented. You weren't always this disciplined. You weren't always this, you weren't always this person you've become yeah. Yeah. to build a successful six figure business, right? So it's like, I, this is the way, and again, <clears throat> on Instagram, this is a very appropriate platform to share with me your journey. Talk yeah. to me about those shifts that you made. And you're not necessarily talking about it like, oh, I did this to grow my business. It's like, no, I did this because I wanted to be a happier, more fulfilled, you know, wealthier, like all these things person. And on as a byproduct, my business grew. Right. Yeah. But I did this to change who I was as a human being because I wanted to be a different type of person. That's an Instagram is the appropriate platform for that. Like LinkedIn is not the place where you post those insights or those, you know, those like personal stories or whatever. Instagram is. Yeah. So that's what we we're talking about because you're like, well, I work all the time. I'm like, awesome. Like talk to me about your habits. Like, yeah. How do you yeah. so focused? How do you, how do you arrange your office? Do you switch up your work environment? Like talk to me about your process. And that's really a great place for, that's really a great thing to do on Instagram and it's the right place for it. Because yeah. those are the type of people that you probably want to work with. Even if they're not, you know, in the same industry, implementing the exact same habits or whatever, they're driven. They're interested in personal development. They want to make themselves a better person. You're going to attract the right type of people. And I just want to do a little yeah. side note to this. I work with a lot of companies and always, always, always in, in the beginning, they think the answer to their problem is more followers. The answer to their launch is going to be bigger next time when they have more followers. Their brand will be more recognized when they have more followers. All this stuff. Maybe. However, the real problem is they're not showing up and serving their current audience the level they could. Yeah. So if you're going to focus on anything initially when you want, when you're kind of like, okay, I want to get this presence on Instagram. Awesome. The first thing I would focus on is serve your current audience to the highest level possible. Make sure they are, they have everything they need when it comes to your industry, your expertise, whatever, when they come to your page. You want to think about it like if I don't know you, I'm not one of your friends or family, I don't know anything about you, I don't know anything about your business, I just stumbled across you, and I come to your Instagram page, why should I stick around? What's in it for me? Where's the value for me in this page? And this is just how we're wired, this is just how we're wired as human beings, just one of those things. Yeah. Um, like yeah. we're wanting, we're wanting to be understood and connect and you know, that, uh, yes, absolutely. Can you give us some practical examples of, you know, when you say serve your current audience, what would that practically look like to you? Like what, how, it, what, what does the DM say? So once you get past the, Hey, thank, Hey, thanks for here. But thanks for the follow. You know, you said it, what, what was it? Hey, exclamation point. Thanks for the follow smiley face emoji. 
Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Okay, so after that, and then they respond, what's the way to serve and and start to kind of, let's say, expand the relationship or, or create a deeper relationship with your Instagram community? Like, what would you do in that next DM or, or in your posts to make it be yeah. more toward, directed toward them? So this, again, this is such a, an amazing opportunity to get to know your, get to know your potential customer in such a non-intimidating environment for them. So my goal is I want to do the least talking possible. So if, for example, so I mess uh, so somebody follows me, I message them, Hey, thanks for the follow. And they message back like, no worries. I love your page. Like, can you tell me more about what you do? Or like, I need to talk to somebody like, like whatever it is they message that they show that they're kind of interested in what you do. This is when, okay, cool. I'm going to look at their page and see what I can find from there. So whether it's maybe they just had a new baby, maybe they're starting this new, maybe they're in the middle of a launch, they're starting this new project, whatever. So I'm going to message back and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'd love to talk about it. Um, I see that you have a newborn, you know, like that must have really affected that. That must be really crazy right now. Yeah. Um, and they'll reply like, oh yeah, it is really crazy. Like, and I'm running this business and oh my God, and I need to outsource more. Or I'll be like, oh, I see that you're like gearing up for a launch. How did the last one go? Or yeah. whatever, but I'm going to find out as much as I can in this conversational, non-intimidating environment yeah. to, get to, like, to get to know who they actually are and what they want to do. So however you want to structure that, but just make sure they're doing the majority of the, they have the opportunity, whether they respond or not, but they have the opportunity to do the majority of the talking in the first part of the conversation or the majority of the typing, right? So, yeah. So really what you're saying is opening the door for conversation and you're just playing, you're just asking questions, getting to know the person, letting them know that you've looked at their page. One of my biggest pet peeves when I look at my DMS from people, I'm like, how are you asking this question? Clearly you did not look at my bio for one second. And usually it's, yes. men, it's usually men who are wanting to like do some weird conversation. I'm just like, dude, do you think that works? You are ridiculous. <laughs> But it's so exactly. funny because it's like so obvious that they didn't even like check who, what, what I'm about. And, and so don't be that person. If exactly. you're connecting with people on Instagram, be authentic in your connection, care about them, look at their bio, ask them a question about their life. You know, it, it, people can read right through sleazy sales strategies. Absolutely. And you want to think of this like prospecting, you know, yeah. anyone who has a business or who wants to start a business, you have to prospect. You have yeah. to like, you have to network. You have to get in front of new people. This is prospecting, yeah. right? So yeah, have a look at what they have going on and just get to know like who they are, what they do, why they're inquiring with you. And from there, so like through this conversation, have them do the majority of the talking, like, cool. Like, tell me about where you're at. I saw, I see that you have a, that you're a fine, like a financial advisor. I see that you're a coach. I see that whatever. Yeah. And have them like, you know, explain a little bit. And again, you're getting the about me inquiry here. You're getting that information here, but you're doing it in a way where they think that they sought you out. Yeah. When really what you did is you like got on their feed somehow and liked one of their photos or whatever. Yeah. And so they think they initiated this. So yeah. they're a little bit more invested than if you were to contact them cold through a prospecting email or whatever. Yeah. So once I get a certain amount, and again, like there's a, there's an organic flow to this, right? But once I get a certain amount of information or I hear specific questions and you'll start to notice this when you do this consistently on your Instagram, that's when I'll be like, okay, cool. I, I totally see where you're at. Probably where, like what would help you the most is like, come join my free Facebook group. Uh, we have all the information in there. You'll love it. And I know that I can, you know, I can bring them over there. I can stay in touch with them because that's the best thing. 
Yeah. It might be like, oh, hey, like, okay, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds from what you told me, it sounds like there's a good fit here. Tell you what, do you have 15 minutes next week to jump on a quick call and we can see, you know, we can talk about some strategies. Actually, just recently, I had um, a guy that I connected with over Instagram. He's a guy, I think he's in Washington. And we went literally from DMs to a 30 minute call. On that call, he closed for, you know, a pretty significant monthly package. And I was like, holy shit, this is, I mean, like, yeah. I teach it, but I'm like, yeah, yeah this, this is wicked. Right. Like, it's great validation. You're like, this totally works. Yes. Yeah, it came directly yeah. from Instagram, first call close. And yeah. so don't underestimate the power of starting conversations. There. I really want to highlight this for everyone. I think that's such an important point, Ella, because I have grown, I mean, I 95, well, let's think even maybe a, let's say 95% of my podcast guests are from Instagram mostly, Mm -hmm. or maybe LinkedIn sometimes. Right. But I've really used Instagram to bring value and connect with people who are like-minded and find incredible collaborative opportunities. Right. And I've gotten several, I've built almost my entire current business from Instagram connections. So for all of you listening, I have, I, and I have a small following like compared to some, right. Right. And it's just because I've been nurturing relationships in an in-depth way on Instagram. Right. So when people direct, when people come into my community, I always DM them. And this was before I met you. I, I, you know, I did some Instagram research, but it was like, I would DM them and I would leave longer messages and I switched it since I started working with you, but it was like, I would care. It'd be like, Oh, tell Mm -hmm. me more about yourself. Thanks for, thanks for the follow. Awesome. I Mm. love people engaging with me. And then we would start a conversation. And then sometimes we'd be like, let's get on a get to know you call, you know, like, and I just took it Mm. to that place of going like, Oh, I'm making friends on Instagram. And these are of course, potential clients, but they could also be potential collaborators for joint ventures. It could just be someone who's awesome to have in my community. And so it's this, it's, you know, I've gone from, everyone knows my story if they're listening to this and they're not new here. I've gone from food stamps to six figures and a huge percentage of my business has come from Instagram. So I want to emphasize that because if you're, if you're kind of playing around with Instagram and you're thinking like, Oh, I don't really get the power of it. It's powerful. It's a powerful platform if you use it right. So start implementing some of these tools that Ella's talking about. What would you say, you know, I have, I always, I usually ask quite a few questions, but I'm really loving the practical tips. Like what's a mm. really practical tip for somebody if they're like, okay, they, they're hearing this podcast and they're going like, well, shit, I'm going to start using Instagram a little right. bit more to grow my business. Where would you start if you're at the very beginning stages and maybe you only have a hundred or 200 or 300 followers, what would you do to start to grow your audience? So you have more people to connect with. Okay. Great question. Um, there's one thing I really want to touch on here. Cause I know you have, you have mainly entrepreneurs that listen to this is yep. the highest rate of return I've gotten from Instagram has not been clients. It's been the people that I have gotten in touch with that I that public figures, podcasters, you name it, that mm-hmm. I never would have connected with if it wasn't for Instagram. Like for I'm 32 right now. What we live in this amazing world where we can everyone is a DM away or a tweet away. It's crazy, right? When yeah. I was like, you know, I remember back when I was like 12, 13, and the only way you ever got in touch with public figures were those really like scammy, like contact any celebrity sites with like these fake phone numbers, right? <laughs> now everyone is a DM away. Yeah, yeah. So most businesses I work with, they have no content or no qual. There's no quality problem. There's no content. There's no product problem. There's an exposure problem. 
Yeah. So yep, yep. The, the one practical thing I would say, where to start? If you want to make it really easy, start with who's helped you and use this strategically. Okay. So what I mean by this is when you're listening to podcasts, when you're reading books, when you're whatever, screenshot the podcast, share it to your story, tag the podcaster. Because what happens, so for example, let's say I'm into MFA. So I screenshot the I screenshot this podcast. Yeah, so I like say, right now, you know, like right people listening, screenshot, right you're listening to the podcast, right? You're on your phone, screenshot it, and then hashtag both me and Ella. No, no, tag, it, not hashtag. Oh, so yeah, you're right, right. Tag both yeah. me and Ella. So at NFA coaching and at, is yours now Ella.j.may? You got it. Okay. And the May is spelled M-A-E. M-A-E. So, so, to, so tag both of us. It will go to our stories, which then gives you, we can post it to our story, which then gives you exposure to our community. Exactly. So here's the powerful thing. So then when you do that, so you tag me and, and NFA and Amanda, right? So it's going to come to our inbox that you tagged us, right? Mm-hmm. Anyone in business right now knows attention is just as valuable as money. Okay. People want attention. They want eyes on them. So of course, I'm going to be really thankful for that. I'm going to like it. Say thank you. And I'll probably reshare it to my story. You just got in front of my audience for free. This is what you would pay for in an ad if you were trying to reach the types of followers that I have. This is what companies pay influencers for, right? So start with who's, and so if you're reading a book, you know, like do, do a story where you take a picture of like the quote you like and tag Tim Ferriss in it, whatever, but get in touch with the people who've helped you and don't be afraid to be like a bit of a fan. Like I've done this like 10, 12 times with podcasts I listen to all the time or, you know, different books that I read or people I'm working with or whatever before they sort of take notice or their team, like whoever's managing the Instagram takes notice. And it's kind of like, Oh wow. Thanks. Like, you know, thanks for mentioning us. Like, you know, do you know about our upcoming program or do you know, and it opens up this whole dialogue where I'm able to connect with these guys, jump into programs that they have. Even like, honestly, I found one, one of my mentors uh, that's been a mentor of mine for over a year now. We, we met in person, but we mainly connected over Instagram when I got into his podcast and whatnot. And he's like a, a huge, like I wouldn't have my business near where it is if it wasn't for him. Yeah. And that was, and we created, you know, a really genuine friendship and a, and a really, and it's really like a two way street now. And he's someone I think will be in my life probably forever, you know, yeah. that yeah. all came through Instagram. So in, it's a connection tool. Again, it's, if you message me on LinkedIn, it's, it's very different than yeah. if you message me on Instagram, Instagram is where like, okay, cool. Like you're, you're coming to get to know me. You found me somehow. I'm really grateful for the attention. And because my audience is so much wider on Instagram, like I, anyone can find me. I probably have more followers than I have connections or than I have friends on Facebook or whatever. You're now helping me get my message out to that many more people. So again, yeah, this is so powerful. I mean, so, so I teach a webinar um, or I've taught a webinar before called the seven P's of profitability. And one of them is powerful network. Yeah. And it's like, you have no idea how many people you can connect with and where those connections are going to lead your business. Totally. So just keep engaging. You know, it's like for all of you listening and you're, you're like, okay, I want to start using Instagram in this way. Start connecting, start engaging, start posting stories. You know, like I'll find a post of a person's like, like I'll see, I'll be scrolling through the post. I'll be like, Oh, that's such a cool quote. And then I'll share it to my story. Yep. And, and highlight that person. And then they're like, cool, Amanda is engaging with me. Right. And yeah. then 
who that can lead to a podcast opportunity or interview, right? It can, it can just lead to friendship. It can lead to all kinds of things. And so it's just like, don't be afraid to just start playing around with it and think of it. I love your analogy of thinking about it. Like you're at a house party. Like, who do you yeah. want to talk to? Who do you want to engage with? How do you want to show up? You know, and just start kind of being a little bit playful and fun with it. And, and like Ella said, the story's going to go away in 24 hours. It's not like it's going to tarnish your brand forever. If you're like, Oh, that post was not exactly in alignment with my brand. It goes Whatever. away. You know, you, yeah. can write, you can archive it or erase it if you want to. And, and so just start playing with it and thinking about it more as a, as an, as a conversation connection, community building tool and then yeah. like, and, and start, you know, I always tell people to treat it like a business in terms of like, if you're into business development and you're an entrepreneur and you want to grow your business, treat your business like a business and think of Instagram as a tool to help you increase communication connection in your business is how yeah. I think of it. Yeah. And I know we'll probably wrap up here because of time, yeah. but yeah. like the one, the like you like proximity is power, right? Yeah. You want to think about it. Like if you're connecting with people that are, you know, 10 steps ahead of you in business and you're able to get on their radar, maybe jump into their training program, work with them one-on-one, -on -one, or even just develop a genuine friendship or just a genuine conversation. Think of who those guys could refer to you. Yeah. Think of it. That is very different than, you know, the client that you found through prospecting who needs a payment plan, which is not, we've all been there. I'm not judging that, but you want to think of it like those guys know people that yeah. you want to get in front of. Like, totally. think, like so you want to show up really, like, it's so, so powerful. And again, we yeah. live in this crazy world where we can get in touch with anybody. Yeah. So use it. Take advantage of that. I mean, it's networking from your couch. <laughs> and right? genuinely, yeah, absolutely. But one yeah. thing I want to touch on is genuinely add value. Yes. I can tell you now, like, you know, I'm starting to be on the receiving end of this and so my business is growing. But these, you know, these bigger podcasters, brands, personal, personal, um, personal brands, entrepreneurs, whatever, they get a lot of messages and I'm starting yeah. to get this too. And all of it is asks, Hey, how did you do this? Hey, do you have job openings? Hey, can you help me with this? And yeah. like, I don't even know you and you're asking me for something. Yeah. So if your goal is to connect with someone at a higher level than you, my advice is do not ask for anything, add value. This yeah. means giving them exposure. This could just be, you know, screenshotting the podcast, tagging and leaving it at that. This could be like, oh, hey, I found this really great, whatever that relates to what you're doing. I thought you might be interested. Don't ask for anything. Add yeah. value. I guarantee you will stand out like, like crazy because nobody yeah. does that. Yeah. Everyone's interested. Like I can tell you 99.8% of the DMs I get are like, Ella, how do I do this with Instagram? Ella, like, can you look at my page? Ella, blah, blah. And now it's like, no, like, I mean, yeah. I would love, I want to help, but like, right. I don't know you, I, yeah. you know, I've like got I my own stuff going on. And yeah. so this is where like, I don't fault anybody, but I'm like, Hey, like, you know, great question. Actually, if you want to jump over to the site, we've got a resource on that or come join the Facebook group. But very, yeah. very rarely do I have someone who shows up who just adds a ton of value. Yeah. This is, and if I had, you know, when I have those people show up, those are the people I want in my beta programs. If I'm launching a new mastermind or I'm like, like, these are the people that I'm like, oh man, they're showing up. They're like, they obviously care about building this relationship. They're doing cool things from what I see on their page when I connect with them. Like I, you know, cool. Like I like come check out my course. Tell me what you think. I'd love your feedback before yeah. I launch it, whatever. Like these are the people that I'm going to prioritize, especially because they're a bit of a cold network too. Mm -hmm. Like they're not my, my immediate friends or my immediate colleagues. So I'm probably going to get more honest advice or more like straightforward advice based on where they're at in their business. Cause yeah. they're kind of my target audience. Right. So yeah, don't great. underestimate the power 
of just showing up and adding value and just refrain from asking until, you know, obviously it's appropriate or you've built that relationship or whatever, but especially yeah. initially just add, like yeah. give to the people. That's, that's brilliant advice. Okay. Okay. We, 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 I could talk about Instagram all day yeah. long because I love it. I know, I know you can too. So let's, let's give the last tip. What would you say are the top three max potential habits that got you where you are today? And, and we could go either Instagram habits or just general. And I think we've given so many incredible Instagram tips. Let's go with your general habits. You know, what would you say are the top three habits that got you where you are today? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we, we actually talked about this before we started recording, but number one, top first and foremost is forgiveness. 100% learning how to, uh, let go, let go of any ill will I have. I mean, and this is obviously a, pro- a work in, pro- in progress. It is for all of us, but let go of any ill will or judgment I had to wor- I have towards others, forgiving myself for the mistakes that I've made or not feeling like, you know, I, I am where I should be. First and foremost is forgiveness. If I, I know because I've seen it, if I'm carrying around any sort of resentment, any sort of um, harsh expectations, harsh judgment, I just can't show up in the way I need to, to really serve. It's like something closes in my heart or in, in my ability to really add value to people. Um, so first and foremost is, is 100% forgiveness. Um, second, I would say is really developing the ability to be curious, uh, and recognizing when just, just being really open to like, what am I curious? This is how my Instagram business started. I, or or, sorry, how Instagram became a part of my business. I was just curious about it. I was just sort of, for some reason I was driven to find out about it. You know, there was a huge, like, okay, I'm interested. Like I want to push further on this. So I'm always, I'm open, but I like, I'm always open to information. I'm selective with what I actually put my time into. But when something catches my eye, when I'm like, Ooh, I'm interested in that for some reason. Like I, for some reason I'm driven to find out more about that. I've really learned to pay attention to that. And to, you know, when I have the, like, you know, time allowing or whatever, but dig into it a little bit and be like, what is it I see here that I'm so interested in? Cause it might like, you know, Instagram is not going to be the app forever. I'm pro- my business is probably going to evolve and same with everybody listening. You're probably going to evolve, you know, because who you can help now is very different than who you can help 10 years from now. So I'm always very aware and very like cognizant of when I get curious about something and investing a little bit of time into it and being like, why am I so curious about that? What is this for me? Um, and then I would say the third thing, what would be the third potential habit? Um, I would like, so I really, really struggled with self-discipline and essentially kind of staying on track and scheduling when I first started working for myself. If you've had a job most of your life, the one thing that you take for granted is that you're given structure. I I took that for granted, right? Is that you're given structure when you go into that job. So you don't need to worry about that part. You don't Mm -hmm. need to worry about the part where you don't know what to do or how your day is blocked out. When you start working for yourself, holy man, it's a different ballgame. So I would say the self-discipline and learning how to structure myself, this ties in a lot with forgiveness, with like being okay with when you don't do enough that day or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the self-discipline and what I do, which what really works for me is for my days that I'm going to be working, I make a list of three to five things that I need to do that day. Um, I stay on the first thing until it's done. And then I do whatever I want to do. I take a break, whatever. And then I stay on the second thing until it's done take a break, whatever. And the things that you like, the biggest struggle I had is like, well, am I focusing on the right thing? And it's like, you don't know that till you do it. That's like being like, you know, 
I don't know. That, uh, to me, that's putting the cart before the horse, right? Yeah. So yeah. You just need to make the things that you think you should be focusing on that you're that feel right that you're being told to focus on. Execute them and then see the results. And like, okay, so if that didn't create what we needed to create, cool, we'll change the thing. But you need the habit of being able to structure yourself to have your own, like when you're working for yourself on your own time frame, and also being able to like just to, to execute and to focus and to work in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So incredibly true. The, yeah. the shift from being employee to entrepreneur and, and structuring your own time, you got to start to implement your own systems because they, they aren't there anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're not given this like daily structure and you can go to bed when you want and you can you yeah. know, wake up when you want, but like, how do you work best? Are yeah. you someone who needs structure? Are you someone who can do well on the fly? You know, it's, it's all individual. Yeah. 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 Wow. This has been super informative. Tons of great tips. Where can people find you? What are the best places for them to find you? And I know you have an awesome giveaway, so share that too. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I think Amanda will put it in the show notes, but yeah. if you go, I've got an Instagram cheat sheet you can grab. Uh, just go to the link, enter your email, you'll get that. Uh, in terms of finding me, Instagram is a great place. I'm at ella.j.may, M-A-E. So find me there. You can head to my website. Um, I also have an awesome, I just started this a little while ago and I love it. I have an awesome free Facebook group. I do live trainings in there. It's a really great community of entrepreneurs and uh, businesses that are looking to grow their Instagram. We put tons of resources in there. So come hang out with us there. The link will be in the show notes. And um, yeah, just uh, probably the best thing, honestly, DM me on Instagram. <laughs> I get all of them. Uh, tag me in a story. If you tag me in a story, I'll for sure get it. So That's yeah, great. just connect with me there. Yeah, definitely connect to Instagram. And yes, I will have all of the links in the show notes. Thank you so much. This has been incredible. Thank you everyone for listening. I know this was a longer show, but I think that, or I'm certain that there was a ton of value for you. And you know, I've said this multiple times that Instagram has been such a powerhouse way for me to build my business. I know it can be for you too. DM me if you have questions, connect with Ella. We are happy to be here and bring you tips and tools to build your business. And with that, I'm going to sign off. I hope you have an incredible week where you thrive and feel alive.